Hello and welcome to episode number 16 of What in the Health and Fitness. My name is Laura Abay and I'll be your host. Uh, and this week we are going to be talking about cardio. So most of you probably know what cardio is or what would qualify as a cardio exercise, any type of running or biking or swimming or even, you know, using the stair stepper at the gym or the elliptical machine or the rowing machine, anything that keeps your heart rate up at 75% of your max heart rate. So your max heart rate is pretty easy to calculate. Um, If you just take 220 and subtract your age, then that would give you what your max heart rate is. So staying at about 75% of that would be considered cardio in a very technical term. A lot of people don't track their heart rate, but still consider their cardio exercise something like I talked about before. Running, biking, swimming, stair stepper, elliptical, whatever, for a prolonged period of time, right? So cardio can help prevent uh, a variety of chronic diseases. It's great for your heart health. Um, But like most things in life, there can be too much of a good thing. So when you're doing cardio... We're putting stress on your heart. Um, A moderate amount of stress is good for your heart. It can strengthen your heart. And like I said, it can help prevent some of these diseases. However, the flip side of that is overstressing your heart. And that can actually weaken it. Your heart is a muscle. But unlike your other muscles in your body, it is instead of a voluntary muscle, meaning I think about, okay, I'm going to pick up this pen. So my brain says, pick up the pen. My heart just does what it's supposed to do based on the chemical signals that it's given from my body. So it's an automatic. So it is going to beat no matter if I'm thinking about whether I want it to beat or not. However, it is controlled, like I said, by um, your body's hormones and different signals that it gets. So I'll talk about later a little bit about this, but your your body responds to what you're doing and therefore then your hormones tells your heart what to do. So when you start working harder, then your hormones then find a way to inform your heart that it needs to pump harder and faster and more frequently in order to keep up with whatever demands you are asking your body to do. So back to doing too much or doing too little as far as your heart So putting too much stress on your heart can actually weaken it. Outside of your heart, other muscles can also be overworked, such as, you know, any of your leg, your arms, your back, your core, any of those things can be overworked and are then um, at risk of injury. You're not providing your body with enough rest if you're overdoing your cardio workouts So then you, again, are at risk for increased injuries that are of an overuse type. It does not matter what your fitness level is. Your body requires rest to repair damaged muscles and cells. We've talked about this when we talk about sleep. It's very important to take some time to let your body recover. It can't It will try to keep going and going and going, but it can't keep up. Eventually, something will give. And like I said, it'll be an injury. 
It'll be a break in your hormones. It'll be something that happens if you don't allow your body to rest. And when we're only focused on cardio exercise, we're not allowed our bodies to rest. And then again, we have all this damaged muscle or cell or whatever that doesn't get the time to repair. Another big effect um, having too much cardio is that it can have an effect, as I was just talking about, on your hormones. Like I've talked about before, your hormones rule your body. Even your heart is told to pump faster and harder and more frequent during your workouts because your hormones are signaling it to. When your body is overstressed, your hormones start to struggle to find a balance. Again, we've talked about that with sleep. When you don't have enough time to sleep and repair, your body can't find that equilibrium again. So when your hormones are off, your body is off, and then things don't tend to go your way. You're finding yourself doing cardio day in and day out with no real change. There's a high chance that you're probably overstressing your body with your cardio activity. Your body has most likely gone into a fight or flight mode, which means that you don't see any more fat loss or you might be having a difficulty sleeping or maybe you're just not feeling like there's really any results happening. Um, it just, it, it's a, a sign that your body is not sure what to do anymore because it has tried everything it can to counteract your overworking by doing cardio. So with that being said, it seems counterintuitive to most of us that if I want to see more results, I should actually do less. This is something that I struggle with with my clients. I have people coming in that are like, I don't understand. I'm weighing the most I've ever weighed in my entire life. And it's because they're eating, you know, 1,200 calories a day and then they're working out some cardiovascular type exercises, you know, over an hour workout that their heart is just on demand the whole time, five days a week. And they can't figure out why they're not losing weight. It's because your body doesn't know what to do. And it's scared that you're not going to be able to function. So it's holding on to every last bit of what you're doing or what you're consuming. Because most of the time, our idea is eat less, do more. So we're doing more cardio. We're eating less calories. Like I said, we've got 1,200 calories coming in, but you're uh, doing an exercise five days a week that requires a high demand of calories um, because it's for an hour or longer and it's a high cardiovascular demand. Your body doesn't just come up with those calories on its own after a while because like I said, it goes into fight or flight. It goes into starvation mode because it doesn't know when it's going to get its next meal that is enough to provide for those types of workouts or that type of output. It doesn't know that you're eating less because you want to and that you're working out more because you want to. Your body is very factual. All it knows is that it's not getting enough calories for the demand that's being put on it. It doesn't know, like I said, that you're choosing to do this. You might be 
in some sort of very stressful situation that you're lost out in the forest and all you can find is 1,200 calories worth. But in order to try and find your way back to civilization, you have to overwork your body. It doesn't know that that's not the situation that you're in. And if you were in that situation, you would want it to hold on to every calorie that you consume because that would be your only way to survive. However, you're simply trying to find a new body to live in because you've decided that you wanted to shed some new pounds, but it doesn't know that. So you have to be very gentle with your body and kind of teach it what you want it to do. So, like I said, seems counterintuitive, but to back off of your cardio exercise may actually help you lose weight. And that sometimes needs to be what happens. Now, with that being said, depending on how long you've stressed your body in this way, it may or it will take some time for your body to reset. So here's like a very extreme example, but this kind of gets the uh, point across of what I'm trying to say. A lot of bikini competitors that have competed for a very long time One in particular that I follow competed for years straight without very much break in between. So she basically lived years in a huge deficit of calories and a high demand of workouts. And in fact, as she went along, it was harder and harder and harder for her to maintain her competition physique because her body was not understanding why they weren't it wasn't getting enough to eat and she kept asking more and more demand so her cardio output had to go up and up and up she was doing hours upon hours of cardio to see very little result so that being said she's finally decided hey maybe this isn't what i need to do let's see if i can make a change her body's response to that has been long and not fun She put on pounds upon pounds of weight because her body didn't didn't know. It was so off kilter. Hormones everywhere. None of her sex hormones were correct. She hadn't had her period in years. I mean, she just, as soon as she stopped doing those extremes, she allowed herself to just eat and not do as much working out. Her body just packed it on. Because it didn't know that she was doing that because she was on stage doing a competition. It thought that maybe she was out in the desert for years starving and trying to find any kind of food. It doesn't know, you guys. You can't put it in extreme situations because your body is genius and frustrating (laughs) that it tries to save you. It wants you to survive. It knows the ways to compensate for these behaviors in order to make sure you stay alive. And while that is fantastic because that means that you can't kill yourself by dieting incorrectly, it also means, though, that you may have a hard time coming back from a poor effort of of extreme dieting and exercise. So instead of just telling you how terrible it is to overwork your body (laughs) and leave you in this kind of scared state of mind, I'm going to provide you with some some solution or some um, kind of guidance on how to not get stuck in this category 
of just overworking your body and underfeeding your body. Now, I may have made the assumption that people are underfeeding and overworking. Maybe you are eating quite a bit and you're eating quite well, but there's still a side of overworking your body that isn't great. So while you might not be having the same instance like I was talking about that you're not eating very much, maybe you are, maybe you're eating 23, 24, 2500 calories a day, but you're still working out um, doing cardio five days a week, six days a week, your body is still being overworked. And like I said, even back at the very beginning, maybe it's not that you're not uh, losing fat anymore, but maybe you're having injuries over and over and over again that so you're working out five, six days a week doing cardio, and then you end up with some sort of injury, and then you're out of the game for a while. And then you end up putting on a little bit of weight. And then you're playing catch up because now you can run or you can go back to the gym for a little bit and do your cardio because your injury is better, but now you're you're making up for lost time. So there's ways that this can affect you, even if nutrition isn't your quote-unquote downfall in the situation, but my exposure of just working with almost anybody is that you're probably not eating enough and you're working out too much. And that, like I said, in this whole podcast can really throw your body off. So Let's talk about how we can do this differently and maybe get some different results. So reducing the amount of cardio you do. Cardio can burn fat. That is not anything I'm trying to debunk. It is definitely something that happens. It is definitely a way for you to burn body fat. However, not only can cardio burn your body fat, it also likes to burn your muscle. So Maybe you have seen some results. Maybe you've lost some pounds, but when you look in the mirror, what you see is basically just a smaller or shrunken version of where you were before. You thought that getting into running and running miles upon miles day in and day out was really going to get you, you know, this beach body or just a more sculpted body or whatever. But really, all it's done is taking what you looked like and just kind of shrunk it down. Well, that's because, yes, you've lost body fat, but you also lost muscle mass. If you think about a marathon runner, someone who runs marathons day in, day out, they're usually very thin people because they do. They burn a lot of of body fat, but they also burn a lot of muscle. Most of them usually fuel themselves correctly and make sure they eat and consume a lot of food, but they're usually smaller because a lot of marathon runners just focus on running. Now, more and more of them are showing up that do some sort of cross training, but, a, you know, kind of the, the long standing um, idea behind marathon running was just to focus on running. So those are the people that you think of that, again, are very thin. So reducing your amount of cardio, whether that's reducing the total amount, like you're going from instead of doing it five days a week for an hour Um, maybe do five days a week for 30 minutes. Or instead of five days a week for an hour, let's do three days a week for an hour at a time. There's different ways to change that structure, but reducing the overall amount of cardio that you're doing will get you a little bit of a result. Now, if you're like me, you enjoy working out, and the thought of me telling you to stop doing that is sad, But what I will say is just because I've asked you to now do cardio only three days a week, I will then encourage you to take those other two or three days that you train 
and do some strength training, some resistance training. Now, before we get too far into that, I'm going to lead with strength training or resistance training does not equal bulky muscles. Because if all you had to do was start picking up a weight and you could build your muscle, there'd be a lot more people in this world that wouldn't be trying so hard to put on muscle mass. It's not that easy to build hypertrophic muscles, big muscles that are larger than what you functionally need to just do your tasks day in and day out. So don't even let that be a thought that comes into your head because it's not a thing. If you want to build muscle, it is possible, but there are ways to do that that are not just performing strength or resistance training. What you do need to know, though, is when you do strength or resistance training, while you're not necessarily building huge, gigantic, bulging muscles, you are building muscle. And when you build muscle, your metabolism actually increases. So the more muscle mass you have, the more fat you're burning throughout the day. I mean, down to like when you're brushing your teeth. If you're brushing your teeth right now compared to after doing some resistance training for a few months, you're going to actually burn more calories brushing your teeth in a few months than you did as of today because it makes that much of a difference having some muscle mass on your body. Also, having some muscle mass um, increases the support for your joints. Back all the way to when I was talking about overuse injuries when you're running. If your joints are better supported, you have better strength around your joints, that's going to decrease also. So not only are we decreasing your amount of cardio that you're doing to reduce that uh, overuse injury, we're also providing better support so that when you are participating in those tasks, you're actually having a decrease in, in injuries because you're better supported through your body to support their body. So Those are the big things with strength training that are super important. So, so far, our strategy here has been to reduce our amount of cardio, whether it's the number of days per week or just the overall time per week. We're going to increase our strength training to make sure that we're supporting our joints. We're increasing our muscle mass, which increases our metabolism, and we're not going to worry about getting bulky. And then the other thing is to either cross train or just interval train. So even if you're a runner and you're not that into picking up another task, you don't want to buy a bike, you don't want to start swimming, you don't like the elliptical, you like to run and you like to run outside, and that's that. You've got it in your head. Well, that's okay. But let's look at like a steady state cardio running for an hour straight versus running where you're doing like some sprinting or walking or sprinting and jogging for a 20 or 30 minute period. I promise you, your interval training is gonna feel like harder work than your hour long run, especially when you very first start. This is a, a way to challenge your body differently. Your body, again, is a great adapter. It learns what the stresses and the demands are And then it finds a way to make sure that that's their normal. So if you want to constantly be challenging and bettering your body, you have to always be doing something different. So if you've been doing the same cardio routine day in, day out, months upon end, your body's probably used to it. And it's just along for the ride every time you go and you do it. If you're doing the same workout routine, you're always, you know, if you're always lifting 
biceps, triceps on Mondays, legs on Tuesdays, back on Wednesdays, abs and, you know, whatever else. On, I mean, whatever your, like, routine and your split and all of that is, and you're doing the same or very similar uh, lifts, your body gets used to it. You've got to challenge your body. You've got to make changes. And they can be little, but you've got to make changes on how you're challenging your body to make sure that it's constantly paying attention to you so you're constantly getting a result. It's the same with your nutrition. If you're constantly eating the same exact meal, you're constantly on a quote-unquote diet, you're constantly doing the same thing, it's going to get used to that. And you start to find these plateaus. And everybody's like, but I've been doing everything by the book. Yeah, but you've been doing everything by the book for months. And your body's like, yep, got it. I know how to handle this now. It's no longer challenged. It doesn't have to work. You've got to find ways to challenge it. That's why a cheat meal is a great thing. That's why taking a day off is a great thing. You've got to give your body a challenge. And the best way to do that is to just do differently rather than continue to always do more and more and more. So the answer isn't, oh, my body's used to 30 minutes of cardio, so now I'm going to do 45 minutes. That's not the answer. The answer is your body's used to 30 minutes of cardio, so let's do 30 minutes of cardio on Monday, and then let's do 20 minutes of interval training on Wednesday. Right? So we're doing something differently. We're making your body think, and we're not overdoing your body either. So it's challenged, but it's not put in that fight-or-flight mode anymore. It knows, and it's paying attention but it's not worried that maybe this is the end of the world and we have to figure out how to make it. There's a fine line there, but allowing yourself to not go beyond that and overdo your body is really going to be where you find a change and a difference in your fitness. So if you're someone who has been dieting, restricting, counting calories, eating the same thing for months on end and has been working out five days a week and felt like you haven't made any changes, I challenge you to start with your cardio and make a change. Change the number of days you're doing it. Change the type of cardio, whether it's steady state or interval training, and see if that doesn't help. But like I said earlier, it needs to happen. However, it may and will, in most instances, take some time for your body to reset or readjust. So do it, but don't expect a big, huge change in a week. Give your body a chance to make that change, to say, oh, okay, we're not in fight or flight anymore. We're just working out. Let it find that difference. Give it a few weeks. And tell me if you don't see a difference. Tell me if you don't see a change. All right? I hope. That's all I have for you this week. I hope that you feel like we came to some uh, solution and you weren't just lectured on don't do too much cardio. Um, and I hope that y'all find a way to switch up your workouts. Do something different. Give it a few weeks and see if you see any results.
the whole thing with this healthy living, healthy lifestyle is kind of just constantly tweaking and finding what's working. There's not a dead set answer. There's not a one size fits all. And there's never going to be. All of us function differently. But that's the beauty of it. We all get to do something differently. What works for you doesn't necessarily work for me. But we can learn from each other and find new ways to challenge each other. So I hope everybody has a great week. I hope everybody finds a way to challenge themselves. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. If y'all have any questions um, or concerns or anything, please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram, which is what in the health and fitness or you can email me at info.whatinthehealth at gmail.com. I hope you'll have a great day, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.